0: Son of a bard, son of a bard, son of a bard.
1: Welcome to the world of Yolda, the public sandbox server of the gods. I am Dungeon Master T.L. Barnes. Joining me are Jared Awesome.
2: Hello, I am Jared. I will be playing Zook Zultavener.
3: Joe Beckner. Hi, I'm Joe. I will be playing Zirkus Collier.
1: James Bond.
3: My name is James, and I will
4: be playing uh, the Paladin Goliath, known as Mekon and
0: awesome stuff is going to happen.
1: And Brian Snyder.
0: Hey, I'm Brian. I'm playing Alexander, a human with a memory. Problem and an act for finding himself in deadly situations.
1: Due to current world circumstances, we are having to play remotely, so our audio quality may be not as good as it can be in these first few episodes, but we hope to be just as entertaining.
4: I mean, I don't have to wear pants, so that's something. (laughs) I mean, do we ever?
1: You do. You are required to wear pants when you come to my house
0: them i feel like that's an unfair rule
1: or shorts or kilts
0: kilts it is all right (laughs) i'm writing that down
3: it's all wear
1: kilts (laughs) all right so let me talk about the world before we dive in iolda is a young world filled with meddling gods the planet spins on its side leaving the south pole exposed to the sun the North is illuminated by a single moon that maintains a tight orbit around the Northern Hemisphere. The Infinite Ocean spans across half of the world. Ships frequently sail off and are never seen again. Rumors abound that the Infinite Ocean conceals the gateway to the gods. Eolda is home to a vast array of regions and cultures. Some villages live simply off the land, shunning technological advancement, while large cities like Luments in the north feature modern amenities like plumbing and electricity. The campaign begins with Zulksa Tavenor, a charming Yanti pureblood who has been at sea for a few weeks on the Shannon, a sailing ship. Sent to assist a guild member on errands, they arrive at their first destination, Eternus. Eternus is the prestigious and private school for religious magic users. The graduates from the school are predominantly clerics and paladins. A small percentage are druids. Eternus is located on the Bronze Point, one of the southernmost locations on the planet. Sand dunes and desert surround the campus. Eternus is its own thriving city with bronze spiraling towers and a protective force field that negates magic that is not derived from a connection with a deity. Standing in the quad of the campus entrance, Hugolina, the guild member, runs back to Zook. <sighs> so I spoke with admissions. We're looking for a male Goliath He carries a gong with him. According to their security, he hasn't left the campus yet, but he is scheduled to leave today.
2: Okay, so I'm talking to Hugo Lina.
1: Yes, Hugo Lina, she's a... Young woman. She's human. She's about five foot ten. She has red hair with unkempt curls that are barely held back in a bun. She wears a long green blouse and brown leather pants and boots. She's been traveling with you at sea for several weeks now.
2: Oh, we're looking for a goliath, you say? Yeah. Sounds, uh, I mean, are we certain? It could just be a large person.
1: No, I just talk with admissions. That's what they said. So, Goliaths are, like, big dudes. I
2: mean, I'm a big dude.
1: How tall are you?
2: (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Uh, So, which way is this Goliath?
1: Well, I was just gonna look around the quad here, because he's gotta come this way to leave.
2: Sounds good. I guess I'll go left. Okay. Should I roll?
1: Yeah, just do a perception check to scan the quad. It's an open, like, courtyard
2: looking left with my amazing perception i roll a 14.
1: okay so there are a decent also
2: sorry i'm also using my immense stature to look over people
1: how tall are you five ten (laughs) so you looked hugolina in the eyes (laughs) All right. So the quad has a decent amount of people strolling through it. It's like the end of an academic year. So there's a lot of people coming in, starting their summer courses, but there's also a lot of people that are leaving. So people are uh, laden down with luggage. It's not too difficult to spot this massive goliath lugging about a backpack a really large wheeled suitcase and he has a gong that is like strapped to the back of his head
2: is that who we're looking for can i call you can i call you hl or you what about hg
1: just call me hugo
2: all right hugo is that who we're looking for tall guy gong
1: looks like it
2: all right, well, I guess I should go introduce myself.
1: All right, I'll be right behind you.
2: I will approach the uh, Goliath straightening my back as much as possible. Okay. Uh, actually, I'm going to walk on my tiptoes, but, like, low-key.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Hail hey, there, friend. How are you? Uh, Looking for a boat,
4: I think. Where's... Some... Uh-huh. Ah.
2: Yes. Uh-huh. That, you're looking for me, then, and my friend Hugo. What's up? Don't walk, get in... Honey. I, well... That's, uh, I'm just, okay, I'll I'll go back down on the balls of my feet.
4: I bend down and put my elbows on my knees to look at him, considering I'm eight foot tall. And I'm like, is this, does this make it easier for you to talk to me?
2: Hugo, can you explain to him while I'm here, or why we're here?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. So Hugo hands Con a envelope that has his name on it. On the back of the envelope is a red wax seal with the initial H on
4: the seal. Do you open the letter? Yeah, hey, this has my name on it. Yeah, I'm gonna open it. So as
2: you can he read. Uh, moving on.
4: Hugo
1: she recites the letter from memory saying your services have been contracted with Hazard's heroes for hire This arrangement has been made to settle a debt You are required to respond to this summons in person at Hazard's hall in the guild district of the Metropolis Lumens Failure to appear will result in the activation of a bounty on your head. An imprisonment to be served at Ember Island Holding Center on Amran Seren. You are to travel to Lumens with your assigned escort, or you will be found contempt of this order.
4: I'm not sure this letter is for me. Um, the blessing for my god means I can't contract
2: anything.
1: Sorry, you've been served.
2: Hmm... What's your god's name? I, I feel like a change of faith might be in order. One must always serve Rid Solo. I write that in my book.
4: The best of gods. <laughs>
1: I know that there's lots of people that work for the guilt that worship lots of other deities.
2: Yeah, but they're so boring. Ugh. It's amazing that we live in a world where there's deities that make you contract things, and there's also deities that make it so you can't contract them.
4: Well, I, I guess. Well sure
2: listen friend we're we're here to tell you that you are important
1: have you ever been to lumens i don't think so it's far from boring
4: well i i i wasn't saying that the city was boring i just feel like the way people worship their gods is just <sighs> anyway just a little sad
2: some people are such a drag
1: zook i think he's insulting me
2: that's your problem. I just want to get back on the boat. Oh, dude. What kind of boat are we going on?
1: It's a big sailing ship.
4: Oh, how many masts? Two. All right.
2: Did, did I miss something? Are Zook and Hugo, uh, are, are we close?
1: Well, I'm, they've been on the water for, like, a few weeks, and Zook is essentially, he received the same summoning notice. It's just his first assignment is to assist Hugo in collecting a few more people that need to be summoned.
2: Okay. I guess then, in response to you insulting or potentially insulting Hugo, I'm just going to clap him on the back and say, I think we're going to get along.
4: <laughs> Wait, who's going to clap on the back? You. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to clap on the uh... back. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> That's going to be great. As <laughs> I ring the gong with my head, it just sort of <laughs> happens innately when I laugh.
2: What happens when I get clapped on the back by a Goliath?
1: Uh, you probably get, uh, a little bit forward momentum, but you might be able to keep your ground if you are dexterous enough.
2: Explain enough.
1: Uh, I guess roll for it.
2: I rolled a seven.
1: Uh, yeah, you jump forward a few feet.
2: Uh, I will straighten my, my blazer and, uh, Kind of nervously smile at the goliath that just launched me a couple feet shall we continue
4: Mm -hmm. i don't know why we're standing around let's go boys
2: follow that fiery one so you guys the one the one with the red hair
1: so you guys board the ship and then you sail around the coast and you're actually able to make it to the next destination about like sunset uh you arrive at felvanora which is a uh, capital of a kingdom. The royal family call ear reside here, and surprisingly, uh, Hugolina is able to like traverse with uh, Khan and Zook on either side of her through some of the exterior guards to get into the palace courtyard to serve this summons to the Honorary Prince. Joe, you notice this redheaded woman, this dapperly dressed young man, and this gargantuan (laughs) Goliath approaching you in the courtyard.
3: Seeming a little concerned with the Goliath, uh, I respond to their entrance. Hello, how, how can I help you, Bunch?
2: Oh well I'm I'm just following Hugo here. Uh Prince Cauliflower, I presume.
3: <laughs> it's uh here.
2: Oh, thousand pardons. Uh yeah, we're Hugo's here. We're just recruiting you.
4: You don't look like a dog.
1: <clears throat> <laughs> he has a dog.
4: Oh, so is the dog the prince?
1: No, uh, I'm
3: the prince. <laughs> hmm, this is my wolf.
2: Wait, there's a dog here? I look for the dog.
1: Bounding from the opposite end of the courtyard is a large dire wolf with a decent-sized stick returning a fetch that Zarkis had tossed for him.
3: I, I grabbed the stick and said, Who's a good boy? Yeah, you are. And then I tossed the stick again.
2: Apologies again for the uh, the name mix-up. I look nervously at the giant dog.
3: Oh, it should be quite alright. Some people don't really like royalty.
2: I love royalty. I follow you. I, f- I follow royal families on all the latest prints. I
3: kind of like in uh, the papers.
2: Yes. Like the rich and the famous.
3: So is this just a interview then?
2: There's a Esquire Fortnite. I'm, I'm, a, I'm actually a subscriber. <laughs>
1: So, Thelvanora has slowly integrated some tech. They have electricity and plumbing and running water, but they haven't done some of the technological advancement that other places have. Lumens, the city where Zook has been living at and where Zook went to college, they have a bit more advanced tech. Zook, when you're talking about following royal families, you're probably doing it on like your MOOC
2: yes uh do i have that with me (laughs) yeah you do okay i i don't i don't remember uh reading about the colliers but i'll pull out the Mook and show him uh, another royal family
1: well and it makes sense because the colliers don't have a social media presence because they don't utilize that technology yet
2: i'll say see here see here your highness and i'll show him the Mook, and i'll be like this was the the royal wedding um in lumens from just just a little while ago.
4: I put a hand on each one of their shoulders and kind of lean in. <laughs>
2: I'll, I'll I'll swipe a few times.
3: Oh, that's fascinating.
1: And while you're all quite, looking, uh, quite a picture. While you're all looking at that screen, Lena slides the envelope of Zarkus's name over it and hands it to Zarkus. That's dirty. You've been served.
3: Uh, served what? As I open the uh, envelope. <laughs>
2: Zook's gonna sign. just say, oh, this again, put the book <laughs> away.
4: It seems like some sort of nasty disease going around because even I
3: contracted it, so...
4: Oh my god, you're stupid.
3: <laughs> I slowly close the envelope and, like, is he serious?
1: Mm-hmm, yeah.
3: About the disease?
1: Oh, no, not the disease, oh, no. Okay. It's not a disease.
3: <laughs> I, I continue reading them.
1: So your note says exactly the same thing that... Was given to Khan. Do you need me to recite it again? Uh, no. How uh,
2: how tall is Prince Coldwater?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh god. Um, oh. about six seven.
2: Son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> oh, and. You, what do you? You should describe what you look like.
3: Uh, I am a blue uh, dragonborn, clean scales, no dirt underneath it. I'm right now. I'm in some fine royal clothes, very silky. Quite enjoying playing fetch with my doggo. A few, uh, I guess you would call them uh, horns, but they're not on top of the head. They're kind of like on the jawline, facing uh, backwards.
2: Oh, a man, a man after the finer things in life. Please let me know if you have any campaign needs. Your dog looks like fun. Can I throw the stick? Oh, yes, of course. Okay, I put all of my force behind it. <laughs> okay.
4: And I'm making a strength check. Uh-huh. 23. <laughs>
1: okay, so you toss this, and it's not like a little stick. Like, it's a pretty much like a tree branch. You launch this tree branch like it's a javelin, and it goes through one of the windows of the palace.
4: Uh, uh, I just start to walk away slowly
3: whistling <laughs> I'm just staring in disbelief and I tell Aspen to fetch <laughs> It's not a very nice thing to do Zook
1: Uh Aspen what? kind of looks at you a little confused and uh runs where the stick left the courtyard and kind of sits under the window.
4: Because
1: it's not a ground level window, it's one of the upper floors that it went oh.
4: through. Dragon dog prince, do you know what window that is for?
3: That's uh, my brother's room. <clears throat> I'm sure he's fine. Yeah, I'm sure about that too. I'm gonna quickly go get ready.
1: Yeah, get packed. <laughs> You can bring the dog. Dogs are cool. Hugo's petting. She runs over and starts petting the dire wolf.
3: is loving it. Okay, yeah, uh, She looks back at
1: everyone and says animals are so much cooler than people.
2: Zook agrees.
3: Uh, Zarkis is gonna get ready for a boat trip, and uh... Hogs are not hogs. Has a decent sized uh bag. Okay. That he's gonna bring on board.
1: Load it on the
3: boat. Yep, I'm ready.
1: Alright. We have one last stop. You guys sail further north towards the Black Lake and go a little bit up river and then you have to get off and hire a carriage to get to the black lake on the way Mm -hmm.
2: uh zook is going to ask hugo why they call it the black lake
1: that's because it's dark
2: well that's rather simple isn't it
1: yeah the forest's up north because of it being darker and only having the light of the moon The trees and plants that manage to grow have huge leaves, and most of the plant life is actually more underdark-like, so there's a lot of mushrooms and fungi that have grown to huge sizes that you wouldn't see in the south.
2: I feel a kinship to a swampland. I will nod and drift off in thought.
1: So the route you guys take to get To Last Point, which is a small village on the outskirts of the Black Lake, is a more well-traveled road. So there's no real dangers to using it. Like, people are friendly, and as we're heading into the village area, people that are passing by greet our party.
4: Somebody say party.
1: And Hugo ignores them. You arrive at a small tavern in Last Point. Hugo goes up to the barkeep and asks for information on locating the last person you're seeking. The barkeep shakes their head and gestures outside. Hugo returns to you guys and says, Well, the last person we're looking for is apparently uh, just sleeping in the alley out back so let's get this taken care of so we can go home well i can go home
3: why are we picking up someone from the alley
1: because they're about to get served
4: are we a dance crew
1: i mean i guess if you want to dance you can dance but
4: i took performing arts as an elective at the paladin academy
1: cool you got my back zook sure Come on. <laughs>
2: I'll follow Hugo.
3: I'll follow
1: also.
2: Did Hugo serve me?
1: Uh, yes.
2: Hmm, bound by the law.
1: Yeah, Hugo served you, but when she served you, she had, like, two of the city guards with her. She glances back to check to see if Khan's following. I'm
4: kind of looking around, but, yeah, you know, Silly's sort of making my way along with him.
1: Okay, don't get in any trouble. Me? Yeah, don't do it. Outside in the alley, there's a man that's kind of just slumped, taking a rest, covered in filthy cloaks and blankets. I think I'd
0: be uh, petting a small orange cat.
1: Okay, petting a small orange cat. Do you think he's asleep and petting that small cat?
0: Mm, I kind of kick his feet. I kind of just look up at you guys, surprised to see, what is it, four people standing over me? Can I help you guys? I don't really uh, see many people around here like you, and I look at their weapons.
2: I don't have any visible weapons. Does the Goliath? Uh,
4: yeah, uh, I, have, <laughs> uh, I actually have three. One's, one's a Glaive, one's a Maul, and one's a Longsword.
0: Yeah, I'm looking mostly at the Goliath.
2: <laughs> I wave. Can I
0: help I'm you guys? Waving. I'm waving friendly. I'm like, hey.
2: Yes, we're here to serve you.
1: Are you Alix?
0: Um, I am. What are you... What are you guys serving me? I haven't eaten a little bit, so... It'd be nice to get a meal. I Wait, won't complain. It's
4: supposed to be food?
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna stand up and kind of no, dust Con, myself off. No, it's
4: not food. <laughs> well, first um, you tell me it's a disease, and then it's not a disease. And now it's not food either.
0: So as I, uh, as I dust myself off, I'm gonna cast a uh, spell, and all the uh, dirt and grime just disappears. Oh! Yeah, sorry about that. It just uh, usually makes people not mess with me while I'm trying to sleep, but... You know here you are so, need any help with something you said something about serving
1: yeah hugo hands him the envelope with his name on it
0: uh, i take it um, it's
1: not food
0: i i know what food is this this is a piece of paper thank thank you uh i'll uh, open it up and uh, i'd like read to it over.
4: i'd just like to uh say as a point of conjecture you can eat paper
1: yes but this is not intended to be food it needs to be read
4: But it's yellow paper, isn't
1: it? You can eat it afterwards, but you must read it first.
0: So I'm just reading it over. Um, Does it say say pretty much the same thing? Yes, it says
1: exactly the same thing as everyone else.
0: So I just read it over for a minute, and then I look up at the group, and I ask, uh, so you guys are saying that I got a job? Uh, Am I hired?
1: Yeah, you're hired. Come on.
0: All right, sweet. I just uh, stuff it in my pocket, and then uh, just start walking She's with them. i I
2: could eat that. Uh, uh yeah, you're... you're... Okay,
0: I, I just tossed the balled-up paper to the
2: uh, Goliath. You're a member of the okay. Triple H now. Alright, so what are we doing?
0: We
1: are going to be walking along the mountains to get to the coast and meet up with the boat, and then we're going to sail back to Lumens.
2: I thought we took a carriage to get here, though.
1: We did, and now we're having to go continue on the ground... To get back to the water.
2: Zook looks at his fine shoes and says, "As the, Can we take a carriage?
1: Yes, we can keep riding in the carriage.
2: Okay. <sighs> Alright, well, let me just
0: get my things real quick, and uh, I just grab the cat and start walking with him. Alright, let's go.
1: What's your cat's name? It
0: must be Things. Uh, this is... And I just kind of hold him up to everyone.
3: How does he feel about dogs? Yeah, I was about to say. Uh, he, I'm he's him seen worse. To, uh... Holding on to Aspen in case Aspen
2: likes cats.
0: I uh, I want to try to pet Aspen. I'll I'll try to introduce them to each other. I'm pretty good with animals. See, it's just a cat. It's a solid uh, 13 animal handling. Phoenix is a uh, alley cat. He's seen more. He's seen more than a few dogs. I don't really know his whole story, but he just kind of follows me around. Uh, can I
2: pet? Can I
0: pet
3: the dog? Yeah, of
1: course. Aspen kind of sniffs at the cat and. He's interested, but he uh, doesn't lash out at it.
0: Yeah, see, they're already getting along. I think uh, Phoenix just stays on my shoulders most of the time.
1: Somebody roll me a d12. Uh, Four. Okay. So y'all are on the road. Are people walking at all, or are y'all piled in the cart?
0: Zook is on the cart. I'll walk ahead a little bit.
1: Okay, because there is technically room for everybody to fit in the wagon.
0: I'll have my- my cab will be in the, the uh, cart, though. Alright. Yeah, I'm just, like, humming. Just walking. Yes. haven't been uh, out of town, actually, so it's kind of nice to get out.
1: Everyone roll me a perception check. Oh,
4: boy. So my passive perception is 15. Okay. So
0: my passive is 19. Okay. Uh, oh, I, rolled, I rolled a 15.
3: Four.
2: Um, Zook has his nose and his mook, so he got a six.
3: Jarkis rolled eleven. Okay, so
1: Alex leading the, uh, wagon, you smell smoke in, like, the distance.
0: Uh, I think we're, uh, coming up on someone's camp. I don't know his, uh, I don't know if he lives out yet, but, uh,
1: you guys are maybe they're friendly. You're just in the wild with the giant mushrooms and the big leaves and things around you.
0: I don't see any like smoke rising up in the distance like a big fire, right? I just I just smell smoke.
1: Like you would assume it's from a campfire. It's hard to tell. You can't really see the sky with how thick the leaves and things are. It's essentially like a jungle with fungi and really tall big leaf trees.
0: How long have we been traveling?
1: You're not even like an hour out of Okay. Uh last point
0: yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna just assume that that's a, a campfire. You guys want to check it out or keep going?
2: Did you did you say that you were coming up in a camp? Did you say that aloud?
0: Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying to you guys. I think I think there's a camp ahead.
2: Uh, Zook's gonna put down his tablet, and I will look up and say anything to end this boredom. <laughs>
0: I like the adventuring spirit. Let's check it out. And then, uh, I mean, I'll
3: start heading towards there. I guess since it's along the way, it wouldn't hurt.
1: All right. Alix, when you clear just the few feet ahead of you, you catch a glimpse of the campfire in the distance. You're about 25 or so feet from it. Like, you were right up on it. And you actually recognize two of the people by the fire. One is a weathered-looking, muscular man, and the other is a bugbear. And these are two people that you happened to encounter in a tavern a few days ago.
0: I don't know. Are they part of the people that I think they're part of, or...?
1: When that fight went down, they fled.
0: Yeah, so um guys, I think I gotta come clean with something that happened recent, and uh, wasn't really my fault, but uh, these guys might not be the nicest people, so they might uh, they might say some things, just uh, take it with a grain of salt. You know, I think I think it's just better if we continue actually, just uh, let's let's just keep going don't uh, we don't need to say hi or anything
2: um this sounds like an interesting story
0: yeah it's it's one that we can get to later uh you know i just i just met you guys and it's not that i don't trust you it's just uh that i don't really trust you guys so uh, i trust them even less though so let's just uh i, I, I kind of start just walking around the campfire trying not to be seen
1: okay do you want to make uh, a stealth check
0: yeah i do uh, that's high. Uh, 24.
1: Alright, is everyone else going to try and stealth?
2: I, I guess. Are we stealthing away, or did we stealth up? I'm confused.
4: Aren't we still in the carriage?
1: Yeah, <laughs> just trying to quietly move the carriage on by. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, I guess. I mean, it, it's pretty lame that, that, that we're just gonna move on, but I guess.
0: I wanna, like, kinda whisper to them and be like, uh, so... There might have been a gang that uh, frequent, frequented a tavern that uh, I really didn't know about, and we might have gotten into a fight that went a little too far, and that might be the last of them. But I uh,
4: you should work
0: to make amends. Uh, you know, I didn't really want to get into the fight in the first place, and I don't think then they're too they're happy about that. Frankly,
4: owe you an apology. Then let's go over there and get one. Yeah, oh, I mean,
0: I can't stop you guys. Are you saying that there's brigands, thieves? It sounds like yeah, more like yeah. I guess thieves, bandits, you might call them.
2: I'm gonna look at the prince and say you allow this. You allow this in your lands?
3: These aren't my lands.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I don't. I, I don't know about any uh, dragon rulers, but. Uh, what I know, these towns kind of govern themselves, but they can't really mm. deal with these kind of guys, so... I mean, the town likes me for it, but uh, I don't really want to be known as a killer. I want to say I didn't kill anybody, but all happened pretty fast.
3: Well, if, if we don't deal with
4: them now, won't they just hurt other
0: people?
3: Yeah, I was about to Can yeah. so we just get rid of them?
0: I mean, uh, do we have to
3: kill them, though? Secondary choice is turn them in.
0: There's not really anywhere to turn them in around here unless you're trying to haul them all the way back to the city. Last point's uh, barely even a town.
4: Does that fancy screen thingy you have tell us where maybe people
2: want them for money? It's an excellent question, does it?
1: The guild is always willing to take on free labor
2: do i do I have do I have a 4m connection out here?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, okay, unfortunately, I can't look up that information right now.
0: Hey, I mean, if you guys want to uh, try to talk him into the, to joining, I'm all for that, but...
4: Uh, <laughs> no joining. They're, yeah, I'm they're, sure they're not uh,
0: going to be too happy to see me. Well, I, well, can't, I can't just allow this
4: to
2: stand. Zook is still with the original plan, but he rolled an 8 to stealth, so...
1: Okay, the two people by the fire rolled ridiculously low to be perceptive right now, so they are not aware of you guys.
0: Am I supposed to be making a stealth They're check? just arguing with each other.
2: I mean, if, I, I'm, I'm quietly attempting to move. Maybe I'm just like petting the horses and sort of trying to lead them, I don't know.
0: Frankly, I have a gong that's like
4: suspended behind my head, so if I look too hard in one direction... Gong, gong, <laughs>
2: gong, gong. Uh,
3: disadvantage on stealth checks.
2: Vigorously shakes his head no.
3: Circus got a 15, and Aspen got a 16.
4: Okay.
0: I mean, if we're gonna do this, we might as well do it right. What's the plan?
4: Uh, charge in, break faces, go home. Uh, okay. That is one way.
0: That is the only way. From the shadows, I'm gonna try to snuff out their, uh, fire with prestidigitation.
1: Okay, so the fire goes out. I'm still hiding. You hear them start to argue. Why would you build such a crappy fire? Go get more wood. How far
4: away are we from them?
1: They are about thirty feet away from the front end of the carriage where the horses would be.
4: It looks like I looks like my my path would be about fifty feet if I walked up to them.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Um. So are we free to move our guys around? Yep. No, hide behind. Hark, uh... do Wells, halt, and uh, prepare. Huh? The bugbear turns to look,
1: and the bandit as your attention. As you approach them.
4: I hear you like to assault innocent people, and I won't stand for that.
1: I don't know what
0: you're talking about, dude. The- Uh, I'm gonna come out of the shadows and be like, The fuck you don't, liars. I was there. You started the fight.
1: Oh, you guys are with this evil bastard.
0: (laughs) I didn't do anything.
1: The bugbear sheds a tear. You killed my
0: brother. Did he deserve it, though? You guys attacked me first. And- you know, I didn't I didn't swing any swords. It happened too fast. Just there's just so much blood. Uh
4: uh what? <laughs> okay, wait, what? I thought I thought you said they attacked you.
0: I just said that again.
1: The bandit leader says, Dude, he killed everybody. We're like the only survivors.
0: This this
4: this guy. How tall is how tall I'm is I'm six uh, foot. Six foot. So it's like this, this, this dude, this guy killed I'm just every- some everybody.
0: Yes. Decent looking human.
4: Scratching my head, like trying to put the pieces on that one together. Listen,
0: they, they attacked me. There was some, like, I, okay, this is going to sound weird, but there was, like, a ghost that appeared, and that thing killed them. I didn't do anything other than dodge attacks and defend myself, all right? Wait, you're haunted?
3: So you guys uh, are blaming all this on. This guy, when it was a ghost?
1: The ghost came out of him. You know... A ghost
0: come out of a wall. Yeah, it could have came out of anything, alright? I think we're pointing fingers. I'm not a ghost expert. I don't know who is.
1: Well, it didn't
4: kill you.
0: (laughs) I mean... It didn't kill you either.
4: We ran away.
0: (laughs) Yeah, at least I didn't run away. I mean, I tried to help. We're, We're
4: muddying the waters here. You... Full bugbear, weird looking thing. What do you do for
3: work? Um, well, currently I'm uh, kind of between jobs. Um,
0: I was having, we were out having drinks for my brother's birthday.
2: (laughs) I just put my hand on my head, like, oh god, (laughs) what have I done? (laughs) Unemployment is a serious issue. (laughs) I mean, I'm, I'm I'm sorry about your brother, but let's focus on the real issues.
3: Yeah, uh, fishing hard.
2: So yeah, do you really think off. any of this would have happened if you if you had a job? I mean, I don't have a job,
0: and I'm well. I I don't think I'm a killer. We still would have gone out to the tavern for my brother's birthday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, I didn't again honest, I do any of that.
4: So 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 I- between your last job and the job you're trying to find, do you or do you not attack travelers on the road for money?
0: I mean, they did that to me in the bar. I didn't have enough gold to pay for a whole round of drinks, and uh, they thought that they could maybe get that gold out of me with a knife, and uh, I don't have that gold, so...
4: (laughs) So again, I state, 'er ne'er-do-wells.
0: Mm-hmm. Case proven.
1: The bandit leader says, What I think we have here is a failure to communicate. People were rowdy. People were inebriated.
0: Yeah, like I said, it all got really out of hand real fast.
1: It was a a good old-fashioned tavern brawl. And then this weirdo had some spooky ghost thing jump out of him and start yanking throats out.
0: Again, the ghost could have been from anyone uh, I'd just like to point that out.
1: It gave you a high five.
0: Just wait. It was cool, okay? <laughs> I mean, have I you ever switched. seen a ghost? Have you ever seen anyone, like, be murdered like that? I mean, not that it was cool, but it kind of <laughs> was. His head was flying across the room and he kicked it and it hit that guy, and then you guys, well, that was you, and then you ran away. But.
1: Roll, roll for sorry, initiative.
0: Sorry, that was your brother. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling for initiative? Is that what I heard?
1: Yes. The (laughs) bugbear wants vengeance for his brother.
3: Uh, I got a 9. Xerxes got a (laughs) 9.
2: Zoo got an (laughs) 8.
4: Okay. I I thought Paladins were supposed to be the slow ones.
0: (laughs) Right. Well, a solid 5.
2: Do I. Do I notice this bugbear tensing up to attack? Yeah you guys are talking about a ghost which tavern was this it doesn't matter anymore well it does it does see i heard about i heard about the ghost of a haunted one in a tavern around these parts but i didn't hear anything about it being this fine gentleman
0: uh it was the handy oyster in the fire
2: yeah yeah that's the one it's just a small little tavern
0: man i mean
2: we can just forget about it right It's probably the tavern that's haunted, honestly, from all the stories I've been hearing. I also rolled a 19 persuasion.
1: It's not your turn yet. Son of a bitch. (laughs) The bugbear gets to go first.
2: I hang my head.
1: Sure, the bugbear is going to move and charge right at Alix.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I feel like as he charges me, uh, he sees, like, the what kind of moment? ghostly apparition like energy appear around me.
4: So uh as I was wielding my weapon when he with these people, when he moves into my reach I get an opportunity attack.
1: Even though he hasn't left?
4: Well he moved within ten feet of me,
3: didn't he?
1: But he hasn't left your he's a uh,
4: polearm so uh... master
3: feet which um
4: one it's creature. When they get
3: in your reach, you get yep. the opportunity to attack. Not uh, leaving your reach. Yeah. Okay. No. We're already
0: OP.
1: <laughs>
0: I took that. Um,
1: you all have the same feet?
3: <laughs> I just gritted Different sizes. <laughs> Oof. He just dies. <laughs>
4: that's why I like these decks okay um 23 damage for the opportunity attack
1: okay so you whack him but he's still there and he's angry and he's going to make two attacks with his morning star at alix
0: again this is just a big mis- misunderstanding.
4: Yeah, I took Polar Master instead of Sentinel, so you're kind of on your own
0: there.
1: Does a 15 hit?
0: Uh, It does not.
1: How about a 16?
0: Uh, That does.
1: Okay. So you take a whopping six piercing damage.
0: I mean, that still hurts a lot.
1: (laughs) And then it is Khan's turn.
0: Oh. All right, I'm going to make you pay for that one.
4: I don't know this guy very well, but you don't attack people that are in my party. Not while See, I'm here.
0: they attacked first. I'm like practically screaming in pain mm-hmm. from six damage.
4: Okay, well, I guess I'll start off with attacking. Uh, the first one's a 13. That does not hit. I my extra attack. And
1: that's 22. That does seven damage okay
4: and then i'm gonna use my bonus action to attack with the other end of the glaive all right uh it's a 15
1: that does not hit
4: <clears throat> sad gonging
1: is that your turn
4: that is my turn
1: so next in initiative is hugo but she's going to stay hiding in the carriage And then we'll go to Alex and Zarkis, who tied with initiative. How did you guys want to determine who goes
3: first? I'll let uh, Alix go first. Okay.
0: All right, sweet. This guy's right on me. So, Uh, I guess, kind of just grinning through the pain. uh, I wasn't trying to fight in the tavern, but, uh, I mean, you kind of hurt me here. So, I'm going to do a Hexblade Curse him. Okay. So my uh, eyes will just glow with uh, arcane energy, and I'm gonna try to swipe him with my, my uh, sabre. That's what it is. All right. Oh, that's a 19. So that's actually correct. All right. Nice. That's uh, 34 damage then, as I strike him with my saber, uh, and that's yeah, that's my bonus and my action.
1: So he's bleeding a little bit, but he is still standing and very angry.
0: You can leave, man. It doesn't have to be like this.
4: Say that to my brother. You can once we send you to him.
3: I wish you would! Ah. We're trying to, jeez, okay? <laughs> crying angry tears right now. <laughs>
1: Zarkis is crying angry tears?
3: No, uh, bugbear. Oh,
1: I thought Zarkis was having like some sympathy tears.
0: Just very emotional, okay? <laughs>
3: This was a very emotional time.
1: All right, so then it's circus. All
3: right, uh, what's the other uh, enemy look like?
1: He is a bandit captain. He's a muscular looking dude. He's in some studded leather armor.
3: Okay, I'm going to send a ray of frost out of okay. him. Okay. Uh, unnatural 20. All right. And he takes uh, four cold damage. Okay. And his speed is reduced by 10 feet until the start of... My next.
1: That is four cold damage.
3: Oh, sorry. Uh, Fifth level, I get to roll one more d8 for that damage. Okay. Uh, It's a total of uh, six damage.
1: Alright, does Aspen want to do anything? Feel ready and
3: action in case uh, that guy comes uh, within 5 feet. Okay,
1: Uh, then it is the bandit's turn. He is going to try and help his bugbear friend out, so he'll shake off the cold. He's gonna take on the goliath.
4: As soon as he gets within 10 feet of me, I get an opportunity attack. Once per round, it takes up your reaction. Oh, it is still that round, isn't it? Yeah. Yep, yep.
1: Okay. he gets to make three melee attacks, two with his scimitar and one with his dagger, so let's see how he does.
4: Wait, how many attacks does he get? Three. Uh, Actually, it doesn't say that it's a reaction, it just says, While you are wielding a glaive, halberd, pipe, quarterstaff, other creatures provoke an opportunity attack. Oh, because opportunity attack as a rule. Yep. Yeah, okay. opportunity
3: attack is a reaction.
4: Embedded rules like that always get me.
1: Does an 8 hit you? No. How about a (laughs) 10?
4: Nope. You're just hitting armor.
1: (laughs) (laughs) 9. So he. (laughs) So he's. Uh, tried slashing at you and then going in for a dagger jab and completely just was pinging off armor.
0: I was gonna say your guys' fights with me, but it looks like you're barely fighting, so just keep doing what you're doing.
1: And then it is Zook's turn.
2: Oh boy. Well, it looks like the time for talking is over. So I will, um, is it the bugbear that's in front of me? Yes. I will use my bonus to use critical analysis. Since the first time I've used it, it is a class skill that allows me to develop a plan on how to best overcome any potential obstacle and execute that plan with ruthless efficiency. On my turn as a bonus action, I can analyze a target that I can see within 60 feet and for the next minute or until I analyze another target, I get to use my intelligence modifier for attack rolls and I will make an attack which is going to be a 17 to hit.
1: That hits.
2: I am just using a dagger, 7 damage. Okay. Uh, another feature in my class is I have superiority dice that I can call out on hits. I'll expend one, which is tyrannical strike. It means I can expend a superiority dice and issue a one-word command to a creature. Okay. Uh, they have to succeed on a wisdom saving throw, and I'm just going to tell him to run and that is a dc 16 unless he's immune to charm or undead
1: he is not immune to charm but he gets advantage on saving throws against being charmed and he only got an 11 so he's going to run
2: it says he must follow the command on his next turn okay all right and that is my turn
1: okay at the very bottom of the initiative there is a <sighs> <laughs> a large tree that you guys didn't really notice because he was not moving. It is an awakened tree, and he is now going to move towards the group because you guys are fighting his friends.
0: Uh, I didn't know they had a tree. It's interesting.
1: <laughs> the tree <laughs> says, just
3: here. I, uh, had to... just... oh. "I
1: had That's to. I had to wait." Bell outside the bar
0: ah i thought they just cut that tree down okay that makes more sense not really actually it doesn't make any sense
1: he gets a 10 foot reach and will go at the goliath
3: as he's doing that i get to use my uh arm mastery on him everyone with their pull arms this guy he knows what's up okay does a 25 hit yeah
1: cool poke what are you hitting it with
3: uh, a glaive. Hey, this guy! Is Dragon, that-
4: Dragon- Dragon Dog Prince is becoming-
1: Is that really piercing damage?
3: Slashing, uh, got a total of, uh, 11 damage.
1: Wow. He is going to try and hit the Goliath, because the Goliath's a big boy. Does an 18 hit?
4: Yes. Yes, it does. Ow.
1: So you take 13 bludgeoning damage as this giant tree clobbers you with its branches. Ow. And then we're back at the top of initiative and the bugbear is going to run.
0: I'm gonna get my opportunity attack? I think we all do.
1: Well, does he get to disengage and not well he'll get the opportunity attack from Alex because he has Sentinel. It doesn't
2: mm-hmm. actually say he doesn't get a disengage. It just says the target must follow the command on its next turn.
1: So he will choose to uh, do a disengage run.
0: Okay.
2: Uh not 18. That so hits.
1: maybe he should have run through Alex. <laughs> So, that,
0: uh, so that's 15 damage, and his speed becomes zero. <laughs> okay. Not so fast. I just kind of grab him and uh, stab him in the back as he tries to run. You All see, right. he, he pissed me off now. I can't uh, can't let you uh, run away that
2: easy. Zook has a newfound respect for this man.
1: All right. Then it is Khan's turn.
2: Tree. Hmm. How beat up does the bugbear look?
1: He's pretty hurt. He's still standing, but like he's starting to like sway a little.
4: I attack tree. It's gun. stupid tree.
1: When you grumble tree at it, the tree responds with giant kin.
4: I I, I try to sp- I speak to it in giant since it wants to call me giant kin. I can't believe you would side with such things. Mm. The hit is a 14, but I'm going to use guided strike as my channel divinity to make it a 24.
1: Okay, that hits.
4: 15 damage. And I what type of
1: uh, damage slash is it? Okay.
4: And then second attack, so 21.
1: That hits. It's
4: another 15 damage. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll use my bonus action attack with the other end of my weapon, and that's a nasty one.
1: <laughs> Roll damage. <sighs>
4: Uh, So
1: in your flip maneuver, you accidentally deal 7 damage to the bugbear that's standing next to you.
4: Haha, I meant to do that tree.
1: And now the bugbear is looking really hurt. And is that your turn?
0: Yeah, that's my turn.
1: So then it is Alex's turn.
0: Alright, so as a cunning action I'm going to disengage which uh, lets me use bolts from the grave and that's my spirit. So I can make a ranged attack uh, using dex and it uses my sneak attack damage. So I'm going to disengage and then move uh, like 15 feet right here just to get like a better angle on these two. And then I'm going to uh, try to get my spirit to attack the bugbear. Is the, uh, that's spirit, bad, real. is
1: the spirit appearing where you were, or is the spirit next to you?
0: It can uh, appear where I was, but I only got a 10 okay. or 11 that to does, hit. That
1: doesn't hit.
0: Alright, so the spirit appears and it just swings wide. Scares him a bit, hopefully. The bandit, but, uh,
1: the bandit captain shouts, Here it is! There it is again!
0: Then it just disappears immediately after it uh, misses. But uh, I'm going to also Eldritch Blast. I get two Eldritch Blasts. I hit the Bugbear once at least with it and see how, how he looks. Uh, that's a nat 19. So I think that's a crit. I don't know with spell attacks. This is okay, okay. any attack roll you make against the cursed target as a crit uh, on a roll of 19 or 20. All right. That's so
1: discretion. crit away.
0: Nice. Okay. So that'd be a 12. Fifteen damage for that Eldritch Blast.
1: How do you want the Eldritch Blast to kill him?
0: I uh, disengage and like run past him, and my spirit appears where I was standing, and it swipes at, leaving him distracted. It like, kind of freaks out a little bit, like you were saying, and then uh, I just like right in the face, and he just explodes into gore. I'm like, see, I can do it myself if you really piss me off. So you and just. Then,
1: you just covered Khan and Zook in bugbear gore. Do you know how long it takes to
4: polish this armor? It oh, inside the links.
0: I'm pretty good at, at cleaning up. I, I can help you with that later. Uh, and then I eldritch blast the other guy. Uh, that's, that's not going to hit, though. That's uh, 10. just
3: has that, a disgusted okay. look on his face when the dude's head explodes.
0: And that's my turn.
1: Then it is Zargus's turn.
0: Wait, isn't- I'm not sure where Zarkus actually is.
4: Zarkis
1: is hiding behind, like, a tree. Uh, to
4: your right. <laughs> yeah, so how does he get covered in bugbear guards? Isn't Zook next to me?
1: I said Zook and Khan. Oh.
3: Yeah. Uh, no, I was- I, um, the face of disgust is because I saw it happen. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna use my action to use, uh, the cantrip, uh, poison spray on the, uh, tree thing. Pesticides. Is a uh, 10 gonna hit? No. Then I don't do anything. How about Aspen? He's gonna keep on holding that same action.
1: So then it is the bandit's turn. He sees that the bugbear's dead. He got a little bit of splatter on him, too.
0: So. Doesn't have to end like this.
1: He will, uh, disengage from Khan and back up to be close to his tree friend, and then he will speak. Well, you've proceeded to kill all of my men, first in the Um, tavern scuffle, and now I'm down to just me and the tree. How are you going to be
4: down to just you in a moment? Doesn't have to end like this.
1: Then it is Zook's turn.
2: Zook is covered in viscera, so he's incapacitated for the battle.
1: <laughs> really?
2: <laughs> yeah, I'd like to use my action to attempt to wipe the shit off my clothes. Okay. And uh, make really, really disgusted, whining, like groaning noises the entire time.
1: All right.
2: Just like. Ugh. Mm.
0: So that was a good shot, though, right? I mean, you have to admit. I'm sorry, but
2: I didn't actually see it with all the splatter in my eyes
1: with uh, how you're actually positioned then. So, is that your turn? Oh, yeah. Okay, so then it's the tree's turn and the tree is going to try and attack Alix since he's within
3: range. Oh boy.
1: Does a non-nat 20 hit?
0: Uh, I cast shield, for real. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> oh, I dug it on my cloak plan. and uh, a magic barrier appears and uh, it deflects that attack.
1: What does it raise your AC to?
0: 21. Just enough. Yeah.
1: All right. So then it is back up to Khan.
4: Your fight is with me, tree.
1: The bandit captain is just kind of like crouched between the tree's legs.
4: I'm actually going to use um, a level one spell slot to cast divine favor as my bonus action. And then I attack. The tree? The tree. All right. 19. That'll hit. Start off with 12 slashing and then 3 radiant. And then time to extra attack. That's a nat 17. That hits. Uh, That's 14 damage. Right. 14 slashing and 4 radiant.
1: So you're slowly chipping away at this giant tree. It is still standing. But there's a lot of missing bark.
4: (laughs) I will drain the sap from you, tree.
1: All right, it is Alex's turn.
0: I guess we're doing this. I'm going to charge the tree with my uh, saber.
1: All right, charge.
0: I swear I just got a nat 20.
1: Nobody believes you.
4: <laughs> that's why you need a camera.
0: <laughs> right? I've been rolling hot tonight. I swear, I swear these are real. All right. Uh, <laughs> so that's eight. Well, I just rolled a one yeah, on my yeah. damage. So. Oh, that's 22.
1: What type of damage?
0: Uh, that's just uh, slashing. And that's what I
2: do.
1: That tree has been slashed into so much that it looks like it just needs, like, one push for it to be felled. It's Zarkus's turn.
3: Uh, I'm gonna- how many squares does he take up?
1: He is a huge
3: creature. Uh, I am going to move up behind him, and, uh, would I get, uh, advantage for flanking? <sighs> sure (laughs) oh boy we're doing
0: this
3: (laughs) just remember Um, that any rule that you get gets used against us that's true Uh, i'm gonna make an attack on him with my glaive does a 18 hit
1: yes it is a huge tree
3: that is uh 13 damage and as my bonus I'm going to hit him with the other end of my glaive.
1: How do you want to end the tree? Oh, um... It only had two hit points left.
3: This is the first time Zarkus has seen a living, moving tree, so he's going to, like, he's kind of freaked out, and he's just going to start chopping at it with the uh, glaive till it fells the tree.
1: All right. Do you do have... Do to dodge out of yeah, the way? Do you have experience in chopping down
4: trees, Zarkus? Definitely not. I'm like, ah, no, no, wait.
1: Roll me a d4. Three. Okay. You lucky duck. The tree falls to its left and doesn't hit anybody. There's some other plant life that catches it. Aspen.
3: Saved by another tree. Yeah,
1: Aspen doesn't get hit.
3: Yeah, Aspen kinda gets freaked out a little bit and then joins my side.
1: So then it is the bandit captain's turn.
0: I'm just gonna like look at him like really, you're gonna kill us?
1: Where are you guys going to? That you said you had jobs.
0: Uh, I think uh, that one can uh, tell you about that, and I'll point towards the cart. Yeah, you should be
4: careful because these are jobs that you contract, so I think they're contagious.
0: No hard feelings. I'll uh put a hand out to like shake his hand.
1: Uh, I'm gonna practice some social distancing since you're talking about contracting things, and just uh do a head
0: nod. All right, just leave me hanging. It's fine. Oh. <laughs> just gonna gonna put this away and I'll just put my hand in my, my pocket all right sorry about your friends by the way but you know again you guys attacked us I and mean, I'll just walk away from him
1: really the cool one was the tree and damn
3: it just remember if you try to stab us in the back could this be our first NPC that, that just tags along?
1: Hugo's sitting in the cart, waiting. Going, gee, thanks. Forget about me.
0: <laughs>
2: What's an NPC? That was out of character. Zuk is gonna scratch his neck and be like, "You got any more of that? Uh, press digitation." <laughs> yeah.
4: Uh,
0: it it. <laughs> I uh I clean them both up. Also, I I kind of forgot to mention I healed from uh, killing the bugbear, so I'm uh I'm okay right now. You get hit once and you're like hurting, really? Yeah. Well, you know, What was uh? getting stabbed hurts.
1: The highest passive perception is a 19, correct? I think so. Okay. The bandit captain spends some time kneeling by the tree and then the bugbear saying his farewells.
0: And, Do you want to uh, bury them?
1: Nah, it's okay. Nature can claim them. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, circle all right.
1: <laughs> circle of life.
0: Yeah, I don't really know how to bury a tree anyway, so he's probably it. for the best. <laughs> yeah. I was as well say you just plant it.
1: So, you guys continue traveling with a new party member. And, you got a uh, name?
4: <laughs> let, let's, let's, call him, let's call him Todd. His name is now Todd.
1: That, that's not my name.
4: It is now.
1: My name is Norman. Norman. You can call me Norm.
4: Todd.
0: All right, Norm. Sorry about your friends. But, uh, I'm sure we'll... Uh... You know, get close or something. But uh, if nothing else, hey, you know, maybe you can start a new life wherever we're going. Just look at this as a new beginning.
1: So Norm is six feet in height and his skin is bronze and flawless.
3: Why is everyone taller than Zook?
0: It's a conspiracy. Norm's 100% going to play the long con and just stab us in the back as soon as he gets
3: the chance. (laughs) (laughs) He's the one to sink the ship. Uh,
1: so it took you guys about a day and a half to get to the coast to meet the ship, and then you guys are sailing. takes a little over a week to return to Lumens from where you're located, so you guys are about five days at sea.
4: Hmm. Do we have our own cabins?
1: This is a nice sailing ship that is uh, contracted with the guild. So it does have distinct sleeping quarters. Obviously there's the captain's quarters, and then there's the generic crew's quarters that's more spatial. So you guys have all been sleeping in bunks and uh, hammocks in a more nicer room in the pole of the ship than what the crew gets. It's harder for the rats to get in.
3: I would just like to say that Zarkis does not handle the sea very well.
1: Okay.
4: Have, have, have I have I noticed that if any of these people are terrible at sailing? Oh, because well, you're on the
1: I... you're on the rowing team, right?
4: Yeah. Um, I, mean, I have a sailor. I have a sailor's background. So.
1: No, actually, these sailors are all very um, competent in their jobs. They have a crew of ten sailors plus the captain. And then they have a cook employed, so you guys have been getting decent meals, uh, the boat swain, and, uh, surgeon. So it's actually a fairly, um, well-manned sailing vessel.
3: Hmm. Well, okay then. Yeah, I'm just throwing up on the side over there.
1: If you miss the side of the boat, I bet Aspen will help clean up after you. <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs>
4: That's nasty. I'm just wandering around checking knots and make sure everything's tied off properly. like, hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: The Boatswain, he actually is proficient, one of his, uh, oh, it's an expertise. He's got an expertise in knot tying. <laughs> it's one of those things that he's going around and double checking knots, and then you go around after him double checking his double checking. <laughs> And satisfied. It's like any
0: corporate management.
1: You are satisfied with his assessments. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Everything looks to be in order here. Ship shape, ship shape. I'm to try
0: to help uh, Zarkis out, too. Just kind of see him throwing up, and I'll just, like, pat him on the back, and I'm like, uh, good, buddy? It just
3: makes me throw up more.
0: Yeah, just let it all out, man.
1: The surgeon will offer you some peppermint and herbs to help ease your belly.
4: Thanks, but I think I'll just throw those. <laughs> Just pick a spot on the on the horizon and focus on that.
1: All that's around you is water. You're out in the open water.
4: And I don't say it was good advice. I just thought <laughs> it was something. I'm just gonna suffer. Here. I'm gonna stand next to him and be like, you know, when I row, I go backward, and forward, and backward, and forward, backward. And then there's wave. You go up, and you going down, you back, and forward.
3: Aspen is just sitting there, just listening to you, but Zarkus is just, just continuing throwing up.
0: I'm press the vegetation. A small Dixie cup. If you're gonna <laughs> spew, spew in the. It just disappears as soon as I hand it to you.
4: I was I was not helpful.
0: I I'm not very good at that. It can only last like six seconds. Sorry, man. Blech. But check this out. and I cleaned the puke off of his clothes. There you go, Blech. buddy. <laughs> I've been there before, man. There's more than a few people in those alleys.
2: Blech.
1: Normas. Uh I'm no sailing expert, but uh maybe it'll help if you go like to the front of the boat and look forward in the direction we're moving.
0: Yeah, just focus You see that that thing way out there? There's like literally
3: nothing out there. Yeah, just mm-hmm. just try to focus on that. It doesn't help. <laughs> I try to focus for like 5 seconds and then I start squinting and then I shut my eyes and bleh, over there. <laughs>
1: The surgeon will come by again and offer you, this time, a sedative.
0: How much can he throw up? Like, How much does he fit in there? I'm just like like whispering to the Goliath. He's not around, though.
3: I'll, I'll try taking the sedative.
1: You're able to fall asleep.
3: Okay, yeah, that sounds
0: good. Now Phoenix is licking up, goddammit.
1: The surgeon makes sure that you fall asleep propped on your side so that if you are to vomit while you're sleeping that you won't choke I on your vomit. <laughs>
4: That's how Hendrix
0: died. I feel like as uh, Meekin is looking at all the knots, he just sees Phoenix scratching at one.
4: Haha, <laughs> this tiny beast. As if he could do anything to- No.
1: During this time, you guys get to have opportunities to talk and get to know each other better. Elix is the cook. He is a stout halfling. Then he kind of looks like a little pig with an upturned nose and a round face. But he's a pretty decent cook, and he's been cooking you up some really good meals with the I'm supplies at hand. I'm
4: sorry, yeah, what? He, it looks like a what?
1: He looks like a little pig boy.
4: Pig man! Mm, haunts my dreams!
1: He's a lot smaller than the pig man that haunts your dreams.
4: Mm, Halfwing.
1: The boatswain is a half-elf... Man named Gallader. He is a uh, five foot eleven and pretty stocky. He's doing a really good job of making sure that the sailors are rotating and getting decent breaks. He kind of double duties as like the first mate, in addition to making sure that everything is running smoothly on the ship and that the knots are tied appropriately. He has noticed that Khan has kind of been floating behind him, double checking. the the knots after he's checked knots but he doesn't mind it he appreciates seeing somebody who uh, likes the sailing life the captain is a elf he is actually shorter than zook he's five foot seven he has black hair that is held back in a ponytail finally whenever you guys have interacted with him which has been rare because he kind of keeps himself separate from everybody he's one of those people that when like even though they're talking to you their focus is looking past you like they don't really make eye contact they kind of look through you and he's pretty badly sunburned and zook you are familiar with the Doctor, the Cook, and the Boatswain, and the Captain, and the Sailors that are on here, because you and Hugo had been traveling with them previously. And okay. Zarkis and Khan, you're kind of a little bit familiar with them, because you traveled with them briefly up the coast. But it's all new for you, Alix.
0: Mm-hmm. So many new, like interesting people. I'd like to point out that, um, I have been
4: avoiding the, the cook as much as possible. Okay. I'm making it very obvious that I'm giving him
0: the cold shoulder.
1: Okay. Is
0: there a, uh, crow's nest on the ship?
1: Yes. At the center mast, if you were to climb up, there is the crow's nest located there. Yeah,
0: I'll just hang out up there.
2: On, a uh, on land, I am Zook Zolthavener, but by sea, I am Jack Zolthavener. I feel
0: like Phoenix hangs out up at the uh, crow's nest all the time, too, even if I'm not up there. The cat has to have the highest point. It's just how it is. I've been drinking and checking knots.
1: Sorry, I couldn't hear you over your crumbling bag.
4: Yep, yeah, sorry, that's said I, I said, uh, basically my whole day has been drinking and, um, singing sea shanties and checking knots. And making sure that everything's going like it's supposed to.
1: And avoiding elix.
4: As Mar- oh yeah, just like, Stink-Eye the whole
0: nine. I feel like at one point I had to walk out on one of the sails to get Phoenix, because he's just like at the end of one of the sails. It's
1: real sad because Elix is following Khan around because he sees this big goliath and he knows that everyone likes the meat that he makes. But he knows that usually people larger in stature are the ones that fancy his mead, So he's like trying to offer alcohol and then gets the stink eye. Oh,
4: I'll, I'll take the booze, but I'm not <laughs> going to be nice about it. I'll look at Elix and be like, do you know any sorcerers, little one?
1: Uh, 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 uh-uh, uh. Nope.
4: Mm, you say so, but I don't know if I can trust little ones like you.
1: Uh, the doctor, who's a forest gnome, is like, uh,
4: is that racist? Mmm. Does racism exist? It certainly seems like you're against shorter races. Is that what you say? I've got nothing against you, gnome. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: she scribbles something down on a little notepad.
2: What's the what's the cook's name?
1: Elix. Not to be confused with Elix.
2: So, uh Zook you said I've been on the ship for a while. Yes. Uh Zook is proficient in alchemy and brewery. Uh is it possible that I have the supplies and the equipment? Well, I do have brewer supplies, but um the ingredients I need to work on my own beer?
1: Uh you can. Elix would share what uh, he has. He'd share some of his supplies with you too if you need them.
2: I was kind of hoping it was something Elix and I were already in cahoots with.
1: Yeah, you guys have been making the uh, the Shannon specialty, the Shannon shanty,
2: <laughs> the Shannon swill. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'll go grab some of that to pass around. All right. From
0: the uh, crow's nest, I'm going to start drawing on one of my maps. Just kind of charting our uh, little expedition here.
2: He's, uh, he's taking a map and he's drawing ocean. <laughs> yep, pretty much.
0: Can I make a uh, perception check to, just to see what's around us? Sure. Uh, it's
1: a 23. Uh, you see water all around, but roll a d6. Uh, three. You notice it looks like that there may be something large in the water coming up alongside of you guys.
0: I just casually draw a uh, dragon on the map right here. (laughs) Kirby dragons. (laughs) Uh, guys, know of any, uh, I'm kind of addressing the crew within my uh, party, but do you guys know of any, uh, large sea creatures around here? I say kind of like panicked as it approaches us, because there's definitely some. I'm kind of brace myself. I don't know if it if it looks like it's gonna hit us or...
1: No, it's like just swimming up alongside you.
2: Is that some kind of a uh, sea creature? Do I know what it is?
1: Yeah, you recognize that it's just a whale.
2: Um, I'll call up. That's uh, that's just a whale. It's a
0: pretty big fish. I've never seen anything like that. Uh, I've lived in a fishing town for at least a couple of weeks. Oh yeah, it'll. I mean, never seen a fish that, that big.
2: Clearly. That makes you an expert. No, yeah, I mean, it'll probably kill you if you want to jump in the water. I'd right, rather not. I'll stay up here. Thank you.
1: A uh, second whale breaches.
2: up. Oh my God, the there's two of them. One. All hands gonna, on deck. I'm going to head over to the uh, bandit and offer him some some ale and say, this is our special Shannon brew. Um, we call it the, the SS inebriated. It's made right <laughs> here on uh, below decks. Uh-huh. I'll offer him some as a peace offering. Thank you. He takes it and holds
1: it in his hand, but leans over with it, resting it on his arms while he watches the whales on the starboard side of the ship.
2: I will do the same. This is a a peaceful moment of connection between two people. This is is the type of connection that I seek for all people. Hey guys,
0: they're following us. Except for the guy
2: yelling from the crow's nest.
0: There's no one going to do anything about this. They're
1: just whales!
2: (laughs) They're getting closer. i'm like slide down them. i don't have anything to feed them there's I
4: mean, a, we have an extra party a, member there's a cat somewhere
2: the oh, cat's yeah. like
0: up in the uh, crow's nest still that's my dinner for later yeah just uh i mean the wolf has more meat actually that reminds me uh i'm gonna go get zarkis okay i think he's like probably in the uh barracks or something
3: The cabin yeah i'm somewhere sleeping
0: so i'm gonna wake you up and i'm gonna ask if you're feeling
3: any better do i feel any better Roll a constitution check. That is a 15.
1: Okay, so you actually are feeling a lot better. Being able to get some sleep is helping you. It's been several days. Probably gonna have weird legs when you get back on land.
2: I mean, he has lizard legs. They're kind of already weird. Yeah. So, uh, Zarkus, um, there's some giant sea
0: monsters that need feeding, and, uh, didn't know if you wanted to help feed them, but, uh, rather not have them go hungry. Don't know what they'll do to the ship, but oh, they're pretty big.
3: What you mean, whales?
0: I mean, that's what they were calling them. I, this is my first time out to sea that I can remember, at least. I mean, they're pretty big, though. I've seen a few fish in my, uh, you know, short memory, but I haven't seen anything that big.
4: Are there any, uh, sailor colloquialisms? Themselves.
0: Alright, man. Well, if, you know, shit hits the fan, I'll, uh, come back for you. I'll just go back out to the deck.
3: Surface will uh, lay back down, but not go to Okay.
0: Someone's are gonna there, die in their sleep.
4: Are there any superstitions that say whales are a good or ill omen for a ship sailing across large bodies of water?
1: Whales, uh, tend to be a good omen. That that is something that it's like they're escorting the ship. Whales are a good sign.
2: I'm... Pretty sure I read once that whales really enjoyed snacking on ghosts. <laughs> well, I mean,
0: they can do that. I don't, I don't really control that thing. Or, at least what I know it just kind of happens.
2: Like that he just openly admits that the ghost is his now.
0: I mean, I've seen it a couple of times. I'm not convinced I'm ha- haunted, though. Have I actually taken a good look at Alex? Yeah. I don't think Alex.
1: people have really taken good looks at anybody.
0: I would like to look at this suspicious character. Uh, so basically, what you'd see is a very. I'm Stereotypical rogue. I mean, it's just this uh, more or less good looking human. Five o'clock shadow constantly, kind of uh, medium long hair in a uh, dusty gold cloak. I'm mean, just kind of like glancing at him. You'd probably notice that under his cloak, he actually has somewhat nice studded leather armor, but overall, just like a generally good looking person. Got that high charisma.
2: When we reach Lumens, we should uh, talk to my tailor about replacing that old cloak of yours.
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, if you got better, it's served me well
2: so far. I compare it to the, uh, the prince's. The prince's... Prince's garbs. Wasn't Zarkis wearing, like, rich silks? Yes. Yeah, so Drake. Drake meme. I'm gonna look at your your cloak and just sort of shake my head and then look over at the prince and just nod.
0: My cloak looks like it uh, definitely keeps you warm, though. I don't know about that silk, but hey, you know, if you got something better...
2: Oh yeah, Lumens has all the latest in the finest fashion.
0: I haven't actually been out to ta- of town, uh, I mean, I know that there's definitely bigger cities, but... I don't it's, uh, I don't know. I don't remember much from about four weeks ago. Really? Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't really know. Uh, I know just from what I had on me that was Alex, but,
2: uh, <laughs> that's about it. Boy, maybe we should get you to see a doctor when we get to Lumens as well.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd be down to see a doctor. I don't feel like
2: I uh, have anything. If Zook holds the Mook up to the sky, do I get a signal? Or are we still too far out?
1: You get a little bit, but it's not a strong signal. It's like the internet at my house.
4: You mean this luxury boat doesn't have its own magic? There's no Wi-Fi on our cruise.
0: They don't have a uh, satellite dish on top of the uh, mast.
2: <laughs> I'm going to attempt to look up the symptoms of memory loss on uh, <laughs> like, M- like M- M- MD. The
1: symptoms of memory loss would be not remembering, wouldn't it?
2: Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> what the what memory loss is a symptom for on Mook <laughs> MD? <laughs> Okay. Mook, <laughs> Cleric.
0: That populates-
1: Yeah,
2: look, cleric.
1: That populates a hundred different ailments. Oh some, boy. Some extremely terminal, and some not.
2: I'm gonna I start
0: just reading uh... I just innocently looked out onto the horizon as he reads, like, all these things that are definitely gonna lead to my death very soon. <laughs> just happy. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be living in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> You know like the first like 20 results are just like, he has brain cancer. He has three days to die. Three days to die. Yep. To <laughs> die I'm
2: going to be dying day. for three days. I I'm just, just going to be researching this and reading him off all of the, uh, the results for the next while.
4: Khan, what are you doing? Well, upon hearing his memory loss, I'm gonna form my knife hand and just crack him on top of the head and use lay on hands. Okay. Like maybe it's a disease.
1: So you're you're on the starboard side of the ship then with the whale watchers?
4: Well, I'm just sort of listening to everything, so. I just walk up to him and be like, bonk. I try to use lay on hands to cure his, his memory loss. Well, he's
1: like he's sorry. on he's on the starboard side next to Zook and Norm.
0: I feel like at this point, the boat's leaning starboard, <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> more than half the crew is like on
3: this side the
1: other half of the crew we're not that heavy the other half of the crew's under the ship there's
3: how small is this boat i don't know
4: so yeah i I hit him with lay on hands does does your memory come back now
0: i don't i don't think so
4: (laughs) well well i that, that was my best shot so
0: yeah thanks man I'm just, like, scratching my head and wincing. <laughs> thanks for, uh, thanks for, for trying.
4: Well, good news is, if you had an STD, you don't do more.
1: So while most of the people on the boat have been distracted by the whales on the starboard side, another whale comes up on the port side, and these three insect-like humanoids crawl off of the whale and up the side of the ship and onto the deck. Nanny.
0: Uh, uh, Phoenix prepared an action to attack literally anything, Cat, so... (laughs) Get out of here.
1: (laughs) I guess we'll roll initiative.
4: Are they being stealthy? Or do we just all sort of see them?
1: They're relatively stealthy. Captain Nalo shouts, Hey, you idiots. There's intruders on the boat. What?
2: Sounds like I'm just gonna get in a fight with the captain now because he called me an idiot. Uh,
3: Xurcus got a
2: 18. Go argue with him.
3: How dare you?
0: Alix got an 11. I got a twelve. Wow! I wasn't ready for this.
4: <laughs>
2: so Zook got a three. <laughs> <sighs> I must just be a little little buzzed. I'm like, whoa! Look over there. There's six, five, uh, six insect people. S- s- six? What? Yeah, there's
0: six. I something. mean, that's I not might not remember much, is? but that's that's definitely not not
2: six i squint maybe it's less
0: <laughs> so maybe. there's at least three of them but you know maybe maybe you can see more
1: okay so Zarkus is at the top of initiative
3: i was not expecting that i guess i'll shoot uh magic missiles uh all three of them uh to the one that is closest to the stern okay Uh, This is my first time using magic missiles. Is that the one that automatically hits? Mm -hmm. Yep. A total of nine damage. Alright. And that will be my turn.
0: Well, I guess that takes diplomacy off the table. Reach for my sword.
3: (laughs) They just invaded our fucking ship. And they're insect people.
0: I mean, you're a lizard person and I didn't try to kill you the first time I saw you. But,
3: point taken. A lizard person is more normal than an insect person.
4: Uh, Actually, uh, Titanborn
3: and Lizardfolk are totally different, so... I'm learning a
2: lot of things today. Spoken like a true oligarch.
1: (laughs) So then it is the cook's turn and he is going to just brace himself with his cast iron pan and be ready to defend himself if need be which will then take it to the captain and the boatswain. The captain will yell at the sailors to take care of these water bugs he doesn't want this nasty parasites on his boat. Should
3: we call them sea fleas? <laughs> sea fleas.
1: And the boat swain. he's going to step down to protect the area of the boat where steering takes place to keep them from going up there, but he's not gonna attack, he's gonna be ready to attack. And then it's the sailors' turns. The sailors will move in
0: knew we shouldn't have trusted those whales telling you they're evil creatures
1: all right so the sailors are going to attack the ones that moved within range have scimitars and then two of them have light crossbows all right the first sailor slashes but misses the second one crits And the one that's next to him, his buddy, they are gonna do some decent damage onto that third one. One of the crossbow guys completely misses. His bolt goes into the ocean and then the other one hits. So the third sea flea is going to be taking three attacks worth of damage
2: Seafly is cannon now
1: yep from the crit he takes nine slashing damage three slashing damage from the second person hitting him and two piercing damage from a crossbow bolt then it's Khan's turn
4: well i guess it's time to do some moving well boys looks like this is what we're doing today i will um i guess attack the one in the middle uh just Pulling my glaive out cost a bonus action. This is kind of like on my back.
1: That could be a free action. Yeah, I think
4: that's part of your movement. I just like to to verify that before I start making decisions. I guess I'll cast Divine Favor again. Okay. Because that's fun as my bonus action. And then I'll start attacking. Well, it's a 10, but I'm going to use Guiding Strike to make it a 20.
1: All right, that hits.
4: 14 slashing and two radiant damage. Attack number two. It's a 13.
1: That does not hit.
0: Didn't think it would. Okay, and that's my turn.
1: Okay, Alix, your turn.
0: All right. I'm going to Eldritch Blast the top one and the middle one. All right. So this is for the top one. That is uh, 13...
1: That does not hit. And this
0: is for the middle one. Uh, That's better. That's a non-nat 20. That'll hit. And that is 7 damage. And then as my cunning action, I'm going to take the hide action. Okay. So I'm going to just hide. And then with that, I do my uh, bolts from the grave. But my hide is... 23 to hide and then who's the weakest looking one?
1: So far the one that looks the most hurt is the one that you hit with your Eldritch Blast. The middle
0: one? My uh, spirit will appear beside him and take a slash Uh, and that's a a non-nat 20 again. So that's 13 damage to it.
1: Okay. It is looking pretty hurt but it is still standing. Then it is the surgeon's turn and she will stay behind the cook Uh, she is standing by for any of the sailors or you guys to get injured to try and help you out. And then it is the sea fleas turn. This sea flea here is going to attack the sailor next to him and got a nat 1 so what they were going to try and do was to utilize their claw attack and push them overboard but they missed entirely and threw themselves <laughs> overboard
3: back to the sea ye flee <laughs> slow clap eaten by the whale
1: the one that you guys have been ganging up on just crit on con. It's
2: because he's been drinking the SS and
1: So that is 13 piercing damage, and you need to make a Constitution saving throw.
4: Oh no, not one of those. Yeah. I mean, um, it's
2: it's your name is literally the first part of Constitution.
4: But before I do that, I'm going to use Hellish Rebuke as a reaction, and okay. I need the to, to make a deck save. Twenty-two. Are you kidding me?
1: It was another nat 20.
4: <laughs> now you see, not, not, now you're rolling. I don't, uh, let's see. My con save was an 18.
1: Okay, so you are not poisoned. You are fine.
4: And he takes five um, fire damage.
1: He is looking really hurt. He's gonna use his second attack to claw you. Does a 12 hit. Nope. He gently caresses your bicep.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And chirps at you. <sighs> Chirping
4: from the bench, boys.
1: The other one is going to go for the sailor next to him, and does not bite him. But he's going to try and utilize his claw to sweep him off the boat,
4: oh, and um, does. Somebody, somebody, remind me of the rules on concentration.
1: Your con save for concentration check is you have to get a 10 or higher or half the damage if it's higher than 10.
4: Okay, so I lose concentration on my divine favor spell.
1: Okay, so this sailor takes five slashing damage and is thrown overboard. (gasps) All right, so then it's... Hugo's turn. She is gonna just cozy up near the captain she doesn't want to get into this if she doesn't have to it is norm's turn after her he is able to hear because they didn't roll very well some sound coming on the starboard side of the ship he lets zook know as well that he thinks there might be more trying to board and readies an action to swipe at any that may come over the side of the ship and then it is zook's turn
2: oh good but i don't see any
1: if you want to look over the side and actually physically take a look
2: is that my action
1: i say you could do that for a bonus action
2: i'm kind of useless as a frontline defender so i am going to back up okay 10 feet or so and i will ready a ranged action with my short bow
1: all right and then it is the whale's turn. This whale is gonna swim over and go at the sailor. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, that sailor's dead.
0: No, I knew it. No. You guys said they were no. safe. You lied.
2: I can't trust uh, anybody. I said they'd kill you if you went in the water. That is I like weird. this guy. He tells the truth.
1: <laughs> and then it is back to the top of the initiative with Zarkus.
3: Oh, yay. Uh, I was gonna throw a line overboard to save that guy, but I guess he's dead now. (laughs) I'm gonna move over here. And I will take a swipe at that dude. Does a 19 hit? Yes. That is 10 uh, slashing damage, and I'm gonna use my bonus action to hit him with the other end. Alright. Does a 14 hit?
1: It does not.
3: Oh. Okay. I'm gonna have Aspen, uh, go for a fight attack. It does a 15 hit. Yes. Almost max damage, uh, that is 14 piercing damage. And it needs to make a, uh, strength saving throw. Or be not prone.
1: Uh, 13?
3: No, oh, it just passes. And that'll be my turn.
1: So then it is the cook's turn. The cook has got a firm grip to his frying pan and is ready to swing away should anything come near him. The captain's barking orders at the dead sailor to get back in the boat. The boatswain <laughs> swain is guarding the approach to where the captain is and shouting, he's dead captain. And then it's back to the sailor's turns. The one's super dead because the killer will rolls 5d6. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Oh, um, he's almost a fireball.
1: Yeah. So, one guy hits with his scimitar and does. So, this guy completely kills the one.
3: Nice. Yay.
1: A useful sailor.
0: I mean, they're all useful, right?
1: Very useful.
0: I really like their red shirts.
1: <laughs> and then the one with the crossbow hits the other one that's on the deck for damage then it is Khan's turn
4: I'm attacking the Seafly I suppose okay uh, 10's not gonna hit nope
2: how dare you sir Seafly was but my it, father's name a 24 will hit
1: yes 24 and will. Eight,
4: and that hit will divine smite okay 2d8 plus 1d10 okay so 9 radiant and 14 slashing
1: Alright, kill that one.
4: Is dead? Yep. Slice down the middle and then explodes into light.
1: Anything else you want to do?
4: I'll move
0: back five feet.
4: Okay. Take a more defensive
0: position.
1: Then it is Alex's turn.
0: Uh, I will move to the side so I can kind of see the the last sea flea. And then I'm going to Eldritch Blast him. Actually, can I... Actually, I'm going to... Does he look hurt?
1: The one that's overboard?
0: Is yeah, I don't, I don't I don't remember if he's taking damage.
1: He took a little bit of damage, but not too much.
0: All right, uh, I'll Eldritch Blast him. So I'll hit him with both of the uh, blasts, maybe. So that's a uh, 22 for the first one. Mm-hmm. And then I think that's even higher. That's a uh, 25 for the second one. Yep, those hit. So that's six. Is so that's seven force damage. Total? And then, yeah. And then I'm going to hide, and that uh, lets me use my spirit on him. It's a 16 to hit. That hits. That's a 10 necrotic. And then to hide, I got a uh, 23. Right. Or no, mind. 21. Okay. And that's uh, my turn.
1: All right. It is the doctor's turn. She says, Can't do much for the dead sailor in the water. And calls out asking if anyone else has been hurt yet. Anybody. Anybody, y'all good? I'm good. Y'all good? All right. Good. And it is the sea fleas' turns. This guy crawls up the side of the boat and is able to get right back on with no more movement left. And was. Is it
4: technically within 10 feet of me?
1: Technically, yes.
4: Can I technically make an opportunity attack? Yes yes no good it's only 11.
1: okay all right and it misses on its bite attack but on its claw attack is able to connect and deal seven damage on that sailor and swipe him overboard No. And then three more come up on the starboard side.
2: Where my I oh, the Closest one. Okay. Uh, and 17. 17 to hit.
1: That does hit.
2: It is a... I guess I'll use a superiority dice on that too. And I will say... I don't even know if the bug can understand me, but I'm going to tell it to beg, which is a wisdom DC 16.
1: It got a 17.
2: All right. But I still got to add the damage, which is nine plus... Five. So 14 damage.
1: Then Norm was holding his action for one to come over to so he'll hit the one next to him. And he just manages to hit and does his full amount of slashing damage. Norm's going to end up being a party NPC that I never planned for. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I called it.
2: Oh, uh, Zook already shared a moment with him.
1: So then it is Hugo's turn... She's a little bit nervous and will reluctantly move to help hold the captain's area at the top of the stairs. And then it is Norm's turn, so now he's going to get a whale on, not the whale, but the sea flea. Hits with his first attack and his second attack. And hits again with his dagger he does ten slashing damage and four piercing so that first one that came up that's next to norm that's been hit by both Zook and norm is looking pretty beat up and then it is Zook's turn
2: I will use my bonus to do critical analysis on that one that we've been hitting Mm -hmm. and I will shoot another arrow at it that is a 18 to hit. That hits. I'll just do flat damage this time. 8 damage. I guess since I'm doing ranged attacks and I already analyzed him, I'm going to move back a little bit here. Is that your turn? That's my turn.
1: Alright, and at the bottom of initiative is the whales. Killer whale's going to come up to this sailor Ooh. and get itself a snack.
3: It's just really bad initiative order because I really wanted to save him. <laughs>
1: That is a 19 to hit the poor dude, and that does. Mm.
0: He he might be okay. Mm.
1: So he just took 26 piercing damage on top of the 7 damage he already had of his 11 hit points.
3: (laughs)
0: No! You still good down there? I I don't think he's okay.
1: Poor Zarkus. he's watched two sailors get devoured. Crunch. It is Zarkis' turn.
3: Uh, out of anger and a little bit of seasickness, I'm gonna charge the uh, last one on the port side.
1: Oh, I thought you were gonna jump into the ocean and attack. the <laughs> <whale>.
3: <laughs> No. Genius plan. Does a 16 hit? Yes. That's eight slashing damage, and then now I'm gonna do the bonus action attack, with the uh, other does a twenty-two hit. Uh,
1: the sea flea cast shield. Just kidding. Yes.
3: I was about to say what? <laughs> <laughs> that is a total of six damage for the second attack. Okay. And now Aspen is going to attack. Uh, I'm pretty sure eleven doesn't. No. Yeah, that's my turn then.
1: Alright. And it's the cook's turn. He's gonna hold onto the frying pan. The captain is going to shout some inspiring words to Khan. Exterminate those fleas on starboard. Can do. So Khan, you can have some advantage on your next attack roll with that inspiration. The boat swain, seeing things taken care of on... Port side is going to move across and protect the stairs on the starboard side, which takes it back to the Sailor's turns. The crossbow guys are going to point their focus on starboard, doesn't hit, that one does, and then the one that is within melee range on the last guy on port will try and hit him and does. So that last sea flea on the port side is still standing upright. It looks like you could push it back into the water and the impact from the ocean might do it in. The sailor near Zook was able to do 6 damage on the one that norm and zook had been hitting
2: zook will look at the sailor and give him a thumbs up and flash him a toothy grin
1: <laughs> then it is Khan's turn
2: ha ha um battlefield battle
4: okay um i'm gonna hit the one in the middle on the starboard i guess all right ah aha thank goodness for advantage because crit nice nat 20. 16 damage, I rolled a one on my damage roll. So is that only in one attack or is it for the round?
1: It's for just that first one attack.
4: Okay, Um, well extra, my extra attack is 19. Okay, that hits. Hey, there we go, max damage 15. And then bonus to attack with the back end is a 12.
1: You just did a really solid chunk of damage on that guy.
4: I do what I can.
1: All right, it is Alex's turn. Where did he so, go? He's hiding really well. Where is he?
2: Here.
1: Oh, there he is.
0: <laughs> that twenty-something uh, stealth. So this uh, sea flea in front of me still.
1: Yes, the, the, the sea flea on the port, there's one sea flea on the port side and three sea flea in a line on starboard.
0: Alright, so I will spin around and blast this guy twice. Which uh, that's a, the uh, the top one on, on the uh, uh, starboard side.
1: Okay, that one looks really hurt too.
0: Okay, so I rolled a uh, 21 to hit. That hits. And that's 10 damage. From the first blast and then the second blast that's you... a that one's dead
1: oh. you killed it
0: nice so i just spin around and and line them up and oh. uh norm got sh-
1: splattered didn't
4: he yeah i think it would all go over starboard he just chummed the water
0: pretty much just uh chum chummed the uh, water right over <laughs> that uh killer well a blast once and then i uh go for a second blast on the next guy okay just squashing bugs today uh, that's a, uh, 21. That hits. That's nine damage. It is things really hurt,
2: is just happy to be standing. far away from the things that are exploding And then
0: right I'm going to hide again, which uh, lets me use the bolts. So for my stealth, I got a, uh, 13. Mm-hmm. Not too great hiding in the same spot, but, uh, my spirit's going to attack this guy on the uh, port side. Okay. That's a 17 to hit. Yep. That's fourteen necrotic.
1: Alright, kill him.
0: So the uh, spirit just climbs onto the side of the boat and just uh doing like necrotic damage the whole time, pulls him over and drags him into the deep locker. Okay. Exactly. Uh so what do we see? Uh basically a phantom crawls over the side of the boat. It has uh, piercing white eyes with black rings around it. It carries a exotic looking blade, but uh, this time it just uh, stabs the guy in the back and pulls him overboard. Is my true I hope with anything here?
1: Zook, you would have noticed that there's a few times, even like not in combat situations, that this ghostly entity kind of appears around Alex, especially when like he's resting. This spirit form will kind of come out of the ethereal plane
2: so i'm gonna keep you uh at a, a couple arms lengths away that's good man so you're supposed to be doing socially distancing from uh that guy so it <laughs> from is from the haunted guy
1: it is the doctor's turn she's going to come over to zook and uh, assess him real quick because she saw him lose color and get an uneasy <laughs> seeing all of the gore splatter do you need anything
2: Good, good 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 ghost I feel like it's gone at this point. I'm just gonna keep staring blankly at the spot where the you, you see it though, yeah.
1: She slides you a little bit of an anxiety pill.
0: <laughs> Some antipsychotic yeah, uh, medicine.
1: take this, it might help.
2: Zook is suddenly becoming me in real life.
1: <laughs> then it is the sea fleas turn. There are just the two remaining. They're going to try and get past the boat swain. The one sea flea gets a good bite on Gallader the boatswain. He passes his constitution saving throw and is not poisoned, thankfully. Then it claws at him. And the maneuver that it usually does of, like, flinging people overboard, because it's uh, moving up the stairs, he doesn't fling him overboard, but he flings them down the stairs. And Gallader is unconscious. oh and then it is Hugo's turn, and Hugo does not want to take this crap. She manages to just make the armor class to hit with her dagger. And does 7 damage, and shouts, this is not part of my job description.
4: Take it up with the sailors' Guild.
1: Then it is Norm's turn. Norm is going to move up and stand over the unconscious Gallader, and get his flanking advantage and help rescue hugo his first attack hits second attack hits and his dagger attack misses and he does 14 damage with his scimitar then it is zook's turn
3: i
2: will move forward avoiding mr ghost so is he dead?
1: Gallader is not dead. Gallader is unconscious and will be making death saving throws.
2: Um well, I'm gonna critically I'm gonna use my bonus for critical analysis on this bug. I guess I'm gonna water under my breath. The sea voyage has turned into just fighting ugly bugs and make an attack with my shortbow. Okay. So nineteen.
1: That hits.
2: I'm not gonna use a superior dice.
1: Are you going after the one on the starboard side between Norm and Hugo?
2: Uh, yeah, the one right in front of me. Okay. I guess it's 20 feet away. Yeah. That is 11 damage. Piercing.
1: Okay. And it's the whale's turns. They're gonna just do some cool, like, jumpies in the water because there's no food. And then that takes it back to Zarkas at the top of initiative.
3: All right. So I'll move up a little bit. And I am going to cast a lightning uh, lightning lure. So the uh, sea flea in front of me on port side needs to make a strength save.
1: Does a three save?
3: (laughs) Damn. So it is pulled, uh, it's normally ten feet, but since I'm closer than that, it's pulled five feet closer to me. Okay. And it takes uh, 2d8 uh, lightning damage.
1: It just needs two to be fried. So fry that sea fleet.
3: Well, it, it's getting. Eight.
1: Describe it in its beautiful detail.
3: You hear Zarkus uh, mutter a few words, and then around his hand, uh, some. Uh, looks like a blue thread of uh, lightning wrapped around his hand and then he kind of casts it at the uh, sea flea, and it like, wraps around uh, the sea flea from shoulder to hip and then Zarkis just yanks him back as the sea flea is just frying.
1: Is Aspen gonna move?
3: No, Aspen will stay right there.
1: All right, then it is the cook's turn. He's gonna move forward and he's going to conk the dead sea flea on the starboard side in the head. You gotta double tap them, man. Make sure they're dead. Hey, these might make some good eats. And it's the captain's turn. He's getting real nervous seeing this approaching dude. So he's actually going to make himself somewhat useful and make an attack with his saber. And that does hit. He does 10 damage but that last sea flea is still standing the boat swains turn he's gonna make a death save and throw and he passes and then the sailors turns crossbow dudes will try and hit and they miss then it is con's turn
4: Ugh, what to do what to do oh uh, yeah i'll attack okay we're going to do the hits That's a nat 17.
1: That hits.
4: Eight damage. Okay. Extra attack. Another nat 17. All right. And that's 13 damage.
1: Kill him.
4: Uh, I I swiped sideways, cut him in half.
0: I run over and try to save the guy who's down. I was just going to pick him up
4: because I have lay on hands.
0: Don't you die on me. Solid nine. Just slapping his
4: unconscious body. (laughs) Wake up, damn it! I just grab him by the back of the neck and pick him up and use lay on hands to give him 10 HP. (laughs) Don't you die on me! I'll do everything I can! (laughs) So you literally watch me pick up his body and he comes back.
3: (laughs) Just give him a pat on the back. The sailors, though, why'd they have to go overboard?
1: Alright, so you guys continue sailing west. A few more days pass, and on the horizon, you can spot the glimmer of the towering skyscrapers of Lumens. And that's where Session Zero ends.
0: SON OF A BARD SON OF A BARD SON OF A BARD can only last like six seconds.